0: (laughs) All right. Well, good morning. We'll talk about it later. (laughs) Uh, So this is my report for 2019, and I've called it A Year of Building. 2019 was our second full year here in Tuxedo, and the initial adjustment phase came to an end, and as I began to firmly grasp the flow and feel of this church and community, I feel as though this past year has given me the opportunity to lead with more confidence and to begin to put into clearer focus a vision for the future, as well as a realistic plan for the next few years. I am extremely grateful to the wardens and vestry members for their partnership and service to God through this church. In particular, I would like to recognize several people whose terms of service are coming to an end as of this meeting. First, I would like to say thank you to Matt Lavka, whose tenure as senior warden spanned the years of the retirement of the previous rector, as well as the search, call, and transition period for your current rector. Serving as a warden is a tall order at any time, but all the more so during seasons of great change in the life of a parish. So thank you, Matt, for your passion and faithfulness to St. Mary's. I would also like to thank the three vestry members whose terms end today. First, Calvin DeMond. Calvin has been a member of St. Mary's for decades and has served two consecutive terms on the vestry for a total of six years. I also wish to thank Elise Fuller and John Cassis, both also highly devoted to St. Mary's who have each served one full term. (laughs) Vestry service is a vital ministry and I thank each of you for offering your time and talents. In my reports, I find it helpful to break down our life together into three categories. This year, I will call them building faith and practice, building God's house and building community. First, building faith and practice. We exist first and foremost to worship God and to encounter him by sharing in his word and sacraments. By the numbers, in 2019, the Holy Eucharist was celebrated 185 times. We had five baptisms, two confirmations, two receptions, one marriage, and seven burials. Outside of the church walls, I routinely minister to residents in two area nursing homes, as well as those who are homebound or in hospital. And we are all very proud of the laudable work our outreach ministry does throughout the year, touching the lives of people near and far in very meaningful ways. Of course, ministry is not limited to just a few people. We are all ambassadors for Christ and are all called to go into the world and make new disciples through him. It is through faithful witness, consistent, authentic practice, and active evangelization That we will grow christ's flock as jesus said as we heard today come and see our beloved music program was greatly enhanced this last year with the arrival of our new organist and choir master sheldon eldridge sheldon brings to saint mary's decades of experience as well as a true passion for excellence in sacred music as an integral part of our sunday and holy day liturgies a belief that he and i both share in just a few months, he has already helped our choir to grow and achieve new levels of artistry in the praise of God through music. Our Christmas Eve Midnight Mass was just one example and a delicious taste of the new direction in which our music program is headed. We have also been blessed and a bit spoiled to have Bruce shue with us as organ scholar. I am truly grateful for Bruce's leadership during the interim period, which included Holy Week and Easter. It is my hope that through the Organ Scholar program, we at St. Mary's can continue to form excellence for the whole church in music. I would like to take this moment to express my sincere thanks to everyone involved in the music ministry, the choristers, and all of you for your hard work and dedication throughout the year. One area where we consistently face challenge is in Christian education, especially as it relates to Sunday school and children's ministry. In an effort to get our children more involved in the regular life of the church, I have instituted a family service on the first Sunday of each month. On that day, children are encouraged to participate actively according to their abilities by learning to usher, read, and serve at the altar. It is my hope that this will help our young ones to feel a sense of ownership, belonging, and enthusiasm about coming to church on Sunday. Of course, the transient nature of our community does pose a challenge when it comes to consistent attendance, but I am convinced that if we are creative and faithful, we can work around anything. Last year, I raised the issue of the need for more involvement in various committees that make the work of the church happen. St. Mary's exists with the expectation that we have a rich and full program on par with many city churches with a much bigger staff. As you know, I am the only full-time staff member here. Ideally, a curate would be a most welcome addition, but until then, we must rely on our volunteers and are blessed with so many people of so many varied talents here. So please contact me or go to stmtux.org slash serve to share your talents. There's something for everyone. And remember, nothing is small that is done for God. Building God's house. Aside from the gospel of Jesus Christ, one of my personal passions is historic preservation. I believe that the built environment we inhabit says a lot about who we are and what we believe and value. Some would think it an extravagance, but I would suggest that the restoration of our buildings and grounds shows our commitment not only to the worship of God and the honoring of our heritage, but also to the high values and ideals that make a community strong and foster good citizenship for future generations. In a few months, an exhaustive study of all of our buildings by architects and engineers will come to an end. Initial results indicate that our worst enemies are dampness and a lack of ventilation. Despite the well-known biblical injunction, building upon a rock does present certain problems for (laughs) long-term maintenance. This study will not only give us much needed insight into the state of our buildings, but will also serve as a roadmap for the next five to 10 years of restoration and maintenance practices. It will also assist us in creating an organized rota of seasonal work that is necessary, such as spring and fall gutter cleanouts. This will serve us well as a preventative measure and will be a cost saver. For example, because of failed gutters, downspouts, and exterior cladding, we experienced an outbreak of mold in the preschool this fall. This was remediated according to the highest standards, but could have been avoided with routine maintenance. I am grateful to our carpenter, Ivers, and to Greg for the expert work on the preschool, as well as the church and rectory throughout the year. And thanks also to Billy Mincy, our junior warden, for his expertise and for the management of the conditions survey. I have been personally working on restoring the terrace gardens around the rectory. As vice president of the garden club, things can't look shabby. (laughs) I've rebuilt a number of stone walls and have cleared away a great deal of detritus, even revealing the old dumping ground behind the house. So if you like to collect old bottles and broken plates, have have a look. As time goes by, you will notice a more cared for look at the rectory. And Pete and I are both committed to being good stewards of that quirky house and the beautiful grounds it sits on. In terms of our uh, fundraisers this year, I would like to thank Jane Garifano, especially for her expert running of the dinner in the nave, and all who helped her with that. It was a huge success, and because of that dinner and uh, uh, talks with uh, with various folks, we were able to be we were able to begin the process of updating our sound system. We had t- uh, two very generous donations, which will cover the whole cost of that pro- of that uh, upgrade. And this will include technology that will enable people who use hearing aids to connect directly to our sound system and, we will, and will allow for greater flexibility and utility overall. One of the things uh, will, that will be uh, available is uh, sort, of a, sort of a wireless type uh, body mic. So, for example, uh, during baptisms, I'll be able to use a mic uh, at the back of the church. One of our other pressing needs is a redo of our internet system. Frank talked about the upgrades we did to the computers and we're upgrading the sound system. Um, I've obtained a proposal from our vendor of choice who maintains our computers uh, to create a seamless network throughout the church campus, which will be a necessary part of our new sound system, but as of yet have not obtained the funding. So it's not glamorous, but nevertheless, it's a need that we have Thanks to another generous donor, our threadbare aisle carpeting was replaced this fall and a collapsed section of the stone wall along Route 17 was repaired. Aside from our buildings and art glass collection, the most valuable thing we hold is our organ. It was installed in the 1970s and has been regularly maintained, but is in need of cleaning, revoicing, and other general maintenance. Apparently, uh, squirrels or chipmunks really find it an inviting place to put acorns and and, uh, (laughs) relieve themselves. So uh, some basic stuff needs to be done. But uh, some overall, I've been speaking with Sheldon and with our organ builder, and uh, we're developing a vision for... um, uh, for a reworking and a restoration of the organ that will ensure that this magnificent instrument sings out God's praises long into the future. The state of our main church building in my estimation is good. However, in short order, we will need we work will need to be done that if deferred will cost us much more. It is my desire. Once the conditions report is complete to commence a capital campaign for the purposes of restoring the church as well as enhancing our endowment this year's stewardship campaign began late because of the entire end of 2019 was pushed ahead by two weeks due to the moving of dinner in the nave then the holidays etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, and i was also not able to recruit a chairperson however you all should have received your pledge cards in the mail by now and please do not hesitate in filling them out and increasing your gift if possible. I am pleased to report that in 2019, despite some notable, the loss of some notable givers due to relocation or death, uh, giving increased by $20,000 over 2018. And the number of pledges went from 67 to 74. This is due, thank you, this is due in part uh, to the vestries diligence and also my diligence in casting a wider net and engaging with people who were new or had, who had fallen away. And I'm looking forward to another increase this year. And I hope that those whom God has so richly blessed will consider that fact when making their pledges. The Episcopal Church uh, endorses the biblical standard of giving, which is a tithe of 10% of your income, and we all work and strive to get towards that. And I would like to say a special thank you to Frank Fabia, our treasurer, and to everyone who volunteers on our finance and investment committees to help keep us financially on the up and up. And building community. Lastly, St. Mary's is quite self consciously the spiritual and philanthropic center of our community. Our engagement and investment in everyone's well-being cannot be rivaled. It is rightly a point of pride for us. Thank you to Sue Haywood and to all who serve on the Outreach Committee. One of the ministries which has been especially impactful over the course of three decades is our preschool. In speaking with parents of students, both past and present, universal praise is heaped upon our little school Children who attend St. Mary's are fully equipped to start, as they say, big kid school when they enter kindergarten. Additionally, it is one of our ministries that truly cuts through barriers of class and economic status. As you know, it was recently announced that the Tuxedo Public School District will be offering a full-day taxpayer-funded pre-K program. This will be tuition-free to district residents and will cost non-residents $9,000 a year which is quite competitive in the world of pre-K. At the very least, this spells the end for our four-year-old program at St. Mary's. The preschool committee has been working with the head of school, Ida Payne, and her staff to map a way forward. No binding decisions have been made at this time, but it looks as though we will strive for an enhanced two- and three-year-old program for fall 2020 possibly offering more flexibility to parents in terms of the number of days their children attend be it two three four or five and rest assured that i am in full communication with the superintendent of schools and that we are working in concert to craft the best possible outcome for all involved in conclusion as you can tell from my report and as i am certain you already know Being rector of St. Mary's is a complex undertaking that without the spiritual sustenance it also imbues would be impossible. I ask you, brothers and sisters, for your continued support and prayers. Being the church has never been easy. And since the time of Christ, we have been swimming upstream. But together, we are making a huge difference in people's lives. Doing the right thing is rarely ever easy. Though God challenges us, he will sustain us. And as we move ahead in 2020... Let us remember to be kind to one another, to support one another in word and deed and prayer, and to find joy in fulfilling Christ's great commission. Amen. Amen. Are there any questions uh, arising out of my address? We're going to have each table clean itself up. Yes. That came out of your address. Being kind to people. Yes, being kind, helping one another. uh, We could use uh, some busing. Yes, that would be great. Um, All right, since we know the results of the election, I suggest that we move on to our closing prayer. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come All in favor? Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Barb.